welcome to the 11th episode of Digi India Squad. This is the M and M girls. This is Manasi and hi Monica. Hey Manasi, how are you? I'm good. Well, we started off the Digi India Squad podcasts and this is the first of the podcast but our 11th episode. So um what we did was we got together to talk about the small and medium enterprises businesses that have just started and digital marketing for these businesses when we started off um if we go back we have covered a lot of topics but today's topic is special because this is something that's intriguing a question that every business faces and that question is do we need a website and yes that is the topic for today So let's start with some basics. Um why have a website at all? So, if you're thinking long term, if you want to be scalable and if you feel that your business um cannot give out information just like that to everybody, uh that's when we look at website. That's your one-stop shop. That's where you get everything into one. Your customers come in and whether you're awake, sleeping, away or at your desk the website is always giving them information so that's a very powerful marketing tool so a website we feel is a must for everybody of course there are some exceptions um such as you know small mom and pop stores um people who've got resource issues um where, where you know websites could be too much of an overhead uh, you know pushcart vendors um and then um if you're looking at digital as a short term and if your website is not your priority then i think these are people that you should not be looking into a website uh, but what i can tell you is the website is a very very powerful marketing tool why because unlike any other medium of information for example if you're thinking of communicating with people on whatsapp on social media those are not owned by us website is like home you can renovate you can change the colors whenever you want you can change the whole house whenever you want you can demolish it you can rebuild it you can build a floor on top you can do anything that you want so that is owned media compared to any other media which is possibly like you know semi owned or possibly paid compared to any of it your website is the safest bet um monica yeah Yes, great, Monica. I think um, um, uh, the, I, I, we've spoken about um, what is a website and why we need one and who should have it. But I think the first question that everybody is going to ask me when people say that you know they want a website, they're like, "Why should we have a website? And what should we do about the website? How do I even go about it? What is the process?" So, do you want to take that up? Yeah so um thank you for talking about you know why uh, people need a website and you know and also about covering the exceptional cases where the website may not be needed um so if you are looking at coming up with a website uh, it's it's important to kind of take a step back and think about the reasons you want that website up what are your expectations out of it who are you addressing with that website and and other questions like how you will be hosting it and all of those things and at the end of the day the reason you are thinking of having a website is because you are expecting some kind of result from it so for a b2b website it could be you know generating leads 
for a uh, uh, e-com kind of website, it is of course sales. For a website which is largely, uh, a website can also be largely informational, or uh, you know, it could be a non-profit with that wants to drive uh, awareness to its cause and you know to fundraise and get volunteers. So there is always a defined objective, okay, and it can be two or three. So it can be multiple. You can have a major objective and minor objectives also achieved through the website. So to give you an example, in the case of a nonprofit, the major objective could be to raise donations. The minor objectives could be to uh, generate awareness about the cause and also to collect subscribers for their newsletter and build their database over time, right? And here you would need to define who your audience is. So you, uh, let's say uh, they are focusing on donors in the age group of 18 to 55, Right, so that is the age, and and then they also look at you know um, the financial status of those people. What would it be like? Could they be students? Would they be working professionals? So you kind of define a persona of the audience that you are looking at, and and then also consider facts like where are you target? I mean, where are these people that you are targeting? Right. So what region do they belong to? What country do they belong to? Some. So we have. Um, differences in culture, in tone, in language, in the written language, so English UK versus English US, you have to consider all these things and you have to document all of them, right? So we did an earlier episode in which we talked, talked about the importance of documenting your strategy. You have to do the same for your website, document the strategy and at the beginning itself, understand that you have to measure the performance of your website. It's a half done deal. If you come up with your website, you launch it, and then you are not looking at it again and seeing how well it is performing. As Mansi said, it is one of your most powerful marketing tools. So make sure that you integrate the free tools that are available, you know, like Google Analytics, uh, the Google Search Console, and there are uh, other tools also, which we can talk about later, that should be integrated with the website so that you can um, ultimately, you know, uh, track the performance and see where you can improve because the whole idea of having the website is to improve the customer experience. Very interesting, Monica. Um, I think you just gave out uh, the crux of, you know, why have a website and where should they start? So as Monica said, it's extremely important for us to know why we need a website. If you do not have an objective, if you do not set your expectations, if you don't have goals to achieve, then just putting up a website is not gonna help. And when you're coming up with a strategy or when you're coming up with your smart goals, the first thing we need to remember for a website is it has to be a mobile first website. So when we say mobile first, what we mean is your website needs to be mobile friendly it has to work on all mobiles and we know the kind of devices that are coming in the market or uh, the screen sizes and and there's so many components to it right so ensure that uh, the content that you have on your website has to be mobile friendly people can't keep scrolling forever and people can't keep finding things forever okay two clicks and they're out, three seconds and they're out. So you need to have a website, which is a one-stop shop, which gives out everything just, just right there when people land on any page. Okay, and also um, I think the one thing that people, uh, and most businesses do not realize is they make their homepage very heavy. 
okay uh, what i want to tell them is don't expect that everybody will come to the home page first they can land on any of the pages on the website let's please remember this home page is not your living room which means that you know you just beautify it and leave it it won't work like that they can land on any of the pages on your website so let's ensure that your website is always complete it's always up to that uh, up to um, the speed and it it ensures that you know all pages are uh, standardized which means that anybody who comes to any page should know that you know it is your website which means the branding should be great the content needs to be uniform the layout has to be uniform um, all these things come into picture and the next thing is the website architecture itself um so i think this is a little technical but basically look into you know the structure of the website here ensure that there's a site map um ensure that there's a, a header there's a footer and and right things go into these things like you know your social media buttons um your drop downs menu all these structure really really matter and the next thing is wow i mean nobody is better than monica for this she is the content guru that i have seen so monica could you please go on to tell us how do we place content and what all do we need to think about before we actually think of content for the website sure um before i get into the content i just wanted to add one point to the uh, mobile friendliness that you uh, talked about um, mansi that is so very important today because um the even the index that google uses to create snapshots of the pages that it kind of registers on its database it has become mobile first now so uh, we have to look at the content and the layout as mansi mentioned and one more thing that you have to be um, very particular about is the performance okay um and there are tools available from google one is the google mobile uh, tester and one is the speed 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 insights we'll include links to these which you can use to understand whether the multimedia that you are using on your website is actually optimized both for desktop as well as mobile and uh, um, also using you know accelerated mobile pages so again these are slightly advanced concepts but once you get your website going you can go and improve it in phases and make it more and more suitable for mobile now coming back to the content part uh, it is important to understand as mansi said your home page is where you know you kind of summarize the website and help people understand what your um organization is about what it offers um what is in it for the people that you are targeting and testimonials and all the things that will help you uh, build trust right so that is there but every page on the website has a clearly defined purpose okay so for example if we talk about the about us why would somebody go to the about us page because they want to understand who is behind the organization right so talking about the team behind the organization is always a good way of building a bond because it's nice to see the people behind the organization many times uh, small organizations especially you know uh, don't try don't uh, talk about that because they feel that okay we're a very small team it won't create the right kind of picture but i still feel that um, your work talks for yourself so you should talk about the people behind the organization because that creates a lot of uh, faith in the organization right so having the bios there including their social media profiles all that can be included in the about us the uh, history of the organization how it started the story all that makes it very interesting 
then you will have your product and service pages again when we are talking about the product and service pages it's very important that you have to tell them only what is needed to take them to the next step of actually getting in touch with you or either placing an order so again if it is a product then you give all the specifications of the product and you try to answer all the possible objections that can come up before somebody can purchase a product similarly when it comes to a service page you have to give them reasons to believe that you are the best organization to get that service from right so uh, think here it's very important to understand who you are targeting see this is where your target audience definition becomes very important because the depth to which you will go to explain something will depend upon the sophistication of your audience how well they understand the topic so uh, for example uh, if you are targeting people who are research scientists you may not have to go and explain each and every term because they will already understand a lot of the uh, stuff that you are talking about even if you get into some jargon but if you are addressing the general public and uh targeting people who should be able to understand you know at a certain uh, uh general layman kind of language then the tone you use the language you use will also change very important to have a contact us page with a form that allows people to get in touch with you if you can also have a number even better and definitely an email address has to be there so that people can get in touch it's very um uh difficult for uh, i mean it's a very bad customer experience if you know let's say they are browsing your website and now they have a question that they need addressed and they have they can't find any way to actually get in touch with you i mean just think of it you know if you go into a shop and you are interested in a product and you look around and there's nobody i mean that that just feels like you know you i mean why are they why is nobody interested in what i am doing here right so you can't create that kind of a feeling so very important that um, you have the contact form and you highlight it so that people easily understand how to get in touch with you then uh for your home page again as i said you need to have your uh core messaging what are you about all that has to be there support it with testimonials if you have an existing database of clients you can showcase that use the right kind of tone so that it connects really well with the audience you are targeting so make the content relevant to their interests speak from uh, uh, don't speak with with a product centric approach speak from a customer centric approach and you can highlight you know any data you have which kind of shows your track record those things can be done um have clarity on what your objective is so which is again going back to the strategy that is going to inform this decision if your main call to action is donate or it is to call us for a consultation or it is to subscribe to our newsletter whatever it is you need to position it very clearly on the website preferably with a contrasting color so that it stands out so you know it is visible and it should be visible irrespective of where people are on the website right so you have to use the design element in that way and your designer is going to guide you on how to get it done also include social media links on the website and and i have seen websites of small businesses where the social media links are in place but they are not connected to the right pages please be very careful about this um make sure that the social media links are there one and two they are connected to the right pages because this is a way for you to um take your visitors to 
uh, a different part of your uh, digital assets where they can go and see the everyday kind of things that are happening in your organization. And if you've not updated these links, they're wrong or they're not there, you're missing out on this chance. I think if you take care of all of these things, oh yes, one more thing, the policies. Very important today, especially since data security and privacy have become so important. Uh, you need to have a cookie policy if you're using any third party tools like the Google Analytics, the Search Console, you have to inform people that you are using these third party tools to monitor their uh, behavior on the website. So you have to include that and get their consent. You have to have a privacy policy if you're collecting any form of data what you're going to do with the data, how will you ensure its safety. If there are any terms and conditions related to doing business with you, that should be there. And also if you are um, uh, enabling any kind of purchase on your website, you also need to have a refund policy. So these are some of the things that you can take care of from the content side on your website. So the next thing would be, uh, the design, what should you be taking care of in terms of the design? So I'll let Mansi take that. Wow, Monica, that was quick. And that was uh, very informative, actually, uh, you know, concise and clear, actually. Um, regarding the design part, um, the layout, okay? Um, why, if you look at all the websites, uh, they generally have a header and a footer where there is the header, you've got the logo, and then you've got the social media links, you've got the contact, um, uh, links. So all of that, that's because research, a lot of research has found that, you know, um, you can divide your screen into the upper third, the lower third and the middle. So uh, when you look at the upper third, uh, immediately uh, you've got um, uh, your, your, your views generally go there. Okay, you are able to notice it faster. And that's why they place the logo there. Um, okay, and, and if you're looking at your mobile uh, screens, okay, menu is generally the three uh, lines that you get on top. So it is always in one place. Okay, and also uh, people do ensure that it's, it's generally a very clear view that you have uh, from a mobile because mobile is a small device, right? You can't have your social media, you can't have uh, those links. I see some of them on the website that, you know, on the right hand side, there's this small little uh, pop up that comes up and, uh, you know, but generally it just covers the entire screen. I know if you look at it on a desktop, it's just a small pop up, but then when you um, look at it um, on your mobile, it just covers the entire screen. So let's ensure that your layout is clean and clear. Have a look at it on the mobile and ensure that uh, the experience is amazing because whether um, it's online or offline, let's not forget that customer experience is everything. If the customer is not able to experience your brand or your business through your website, it's a failure. Okay, and also the worst part is you're sending the wrong message because the person is there, he or she has come to your website because um, there is an objective to it. They either want information or they're looking for something. Uh, it could be a transaction, it could be something, but there's an objective. If, if it's not fulfilled, that's not something that the customers will like. So let's ensure that your layout is awesome. It's great. Also, what you also need to look into is the colors. Okay, now whatever colors that you're using, uh, remember that uh, all colors have some significance. I mean, it just gives out something. Like for example, if you look at all the leaders in the industry, they generally use red because red is supposed to be, um, you know, the color of the leaders. Like if you're looking at a Coke or if you're looking at an NDTV, um, any of these, okay, uh, they always use uh, red. 
but not necessary that all leaders use red. Uh, there are variety of colors which people use. But what I want to tell you is colors have their own significance and each color gives out an image. Okay. So let's ensure that we use the right colors. And not only this, um, your logo, okay, the color that you use for your logo, we prefer that there are shades of similar, uh, um, you know, the same color that's being used across the website because it's pleasant to the eye. So firstly, have a lot of white space. Um, that really helps and ensure that whatever colors you use, uh, it can go with your uh, logo. And please remember this, please do not keep changing the colors. Okay, I can understand you changing the layout depending on user experience to make it more seamless. Uh, but definitely, uh, let's remember to use the color right because I'll tell you this. Let us say you are a staunch supporter of a brand. Okay, and suddenly you go to their website and then you see that everything has changed, so has the color. So you might start thinking that, you know, you might not even be on the right website, right? As a user experience, I mean, look, look at what the user feels, okay? It's very scary. So ensure that there is some standard that is set. And if you're changing your website, let there be a pop-up which says, hey, we are on a new website, we are on a new design. Email them about it, WhatsApp them about it. Um, or when they come to the website, there must be a pop-up which says that. So uh, if you're changing things, keep people in the loop so that they are not taken aback. To give you a simple example, let us say you're banking with one particular bank, you're going to their ATM, and suddenly you see that you know uh, colors have changed and, and, and probably the logo has changed, uh, the way things are have changed, the way they do business has changed. So suddenly when you see all this, you just want to know that, you know, oh my God, have I not come to the right place? And especially with finance, if that happens or there's an e-commerce portal and this happens, trust me, people will not buy. They'll just want to go back because they're scared, right? Because there is a transaction involved here. Right. So um, colors become uh, really important. And as Monica mentioned, um, let's ensure that your call to action placement is right. As she clearly mentioned that, you know, if people want to take an action on your website, not just about calling or contacting uh, or your social media links, it's just about going to the next page. If they want to buy something and the buy button can't be seen on the page right there. Um, then they'll have to search for it. And that's not a great experience to have. So um, these are a couple of things that you can keep in mind uh, when you want to uh, look at the design of your website, uh, your, your layout, your uh, CTA placement, the template um, that you use. All these things need to be kept in mind for the website. Now, Monica, um, I think we've covered most of the things that we wanted to talk about when it comes to the website. Uh, but are there any closing thoughts that you have before we just close out this episode? Yeah, so one thing uh, which I think you need to keep in mind is that your website has to come up on the search engine when people are searching for information. So some basic search engine optimization must be implemented when you're developing the content. And SEO has two aspects, technical as well as um, content related, right? So your technical aspects will be taken care of by the website designer and developer, but the content part will need to be taken care by whoever you hire as the content writer. So make sure that you just ask them that, that the minimal SEO, the on-page SEO at least will be done. And um, and we talk, we had a topic, we covered a topic on vernacular search. Maybe you can go and have a listen to that, where we talk, cover certain things which can be done to make sure that your website is also accessible to people through voice search. 
um, where we talk about um, structured data. So you can just go and, and you know, um, check that out. So there are some basic things which are required to be implemented for SEO. So, so that that I think would kind of make sure that you get get started right, and you know, um, and uh, keep your uh, when you're looking at your website, don't think it like it's a you know done once kind of thing, and you know it's okay. the The website also evolves as your business evolves. But uh, Mansi raised a very very good point that you know the colors actually become a very uh, a strong part of your brand identity. So while you keep making changes to some parts of the website so that it matches up to what you are doing in your business today, you also need to be careful not to change some specific things which have become part of your brand identity. So, um, so yeah, that's pretty much it. So if you keep all the points we discussed today in mind, you will have a really good start and a, a good website to you know um, take your business forward. Fantastic. I think we have covered all the things that we wanted to talk about. And I'm sure most of you who are listening have already understood what it is. You already know what these things are. If you have trouble, um, you know, understanding what these things are, then all you have to do is come to us. We are available as Digi India Squad on all the platforms, rather most platforms. We are on Facebook, we are on Instagram, we are on LinkedIn, um, we are on Twitter, and we are also on Gmail, that's D-I-G-I-I-N-D-I-A-S-Q-U-A-D at gmail.com. With that, we come to the end of this 11th episode, and I'm hoping that all of you have enjoyed listening to us. All you have to do is, as I said, contact us for more. Keep waiting for the next episode because the next topic that we're going to come up with is going to be even more interesting. And do let us know what you feel about these. Thank you. Thank you, Monica. Thank you, Mansi. Had a good time today. And thank you guys for listening in. And please do send us your feedback. Have fun. Bye. Stay safe.